What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 61 of the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your host, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com, which is a website dedicated to video games developed in Toronto. Uh, back joining us again is Composing Dan. Hey, what's up? And since Brett has fallen off the face of the earth and has died and been fired, Devin is here to replace him. <laughs> you have unlocked the basement door and I am free once again. <laughs> it's true. You're back from your review dungeon. Uh, <laughs> For now. That I, that I throw you in. <laughs> So so Brett died and then you fired him? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You had to add insult to injury. Well, Should have done it on his deathbed. <laughs> it been way better. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> now he just thinks he died, a, me- a, a member of TronoGindus.com. <laughs> you didn't even get up. the chance to disown him. Oh, well. Um <laughs> no, Brett's at what? What's it? Like a Sur- Survivor thing. Series? Yeah, some wrestling thing. I don't know. He, he went to Survivor oh, Series. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> jealous. That's great. Well, he went to it last night. I don't know what he's doing today. He's probably like just hanging out in the city and and maybe maybe he's doing some comedy shows t- tonight or something. I don't know. Oh, was it last night? Well, he sent his pictures. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> last night. Yeah, I have some friends who went to that. I haven't watched wrestling since I was like in grade seven or eight, and I loved it back then. That's not a knock on wrestling. I just I just fell out of it. But what? Uh, who is your favorite uh, wrestler? Uh, Mankind. He was dope. Oh yeah, yeah. Mankind, Mankind was awesome. Actually. He just did so much just crazy shit <laughs> that like any insurance company would just not deal with today. I feel like just like no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but Mankind was great. Yeah. But uh, it's because back in the day, like on the Nintendo 64, there was um, WCW Revenge and then they made WWF No Mercy. Those were like the best wrestling games ever. Mm. Um, so I, I like Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though he like he's he's a wife beater or whatever. And uh, I like The Rock and Undertaker, who's apparently still wrestling. Triple H is still wrestling. Um, yeah, Undertaker's still wrestling. Yeah, which is crazy to me because... <laughs> I thought, I thought Kane was still wrestling until recently. Oh really? I think so. Like a lot of a few of them are still around. <clears throat> yeah, um, Edge and, and Christian were a couple other ones too. So it was oh, like yeah. it was like the late nineties is when I when I was really into it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different. I didn't get into it until a few years ago, and only then was it like looking back on like and like watching old Attitude Era stuff. But like now, it's kind of. It's kind of it's more sane now than it was before. Yeah, which, is, which kind of sucks. I think. I yeah, it was pretty I, crazy before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess we'll just go straight to hype time. Hype. Uh, I'll just be Brett this time. Yeah. <laughs> Game dev drinks because he has Dennis Dyack coming. So, this time. so what do you do? Just sit there and do nothing? Is yeah, that? that's exactly what I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dennis Dyack, that's going to be cool. That is going to be cool. So that's at the Pheasant Plucker on, it's the last day, or I was trying to find it. It's the last weekend, or the last Wednesday this month, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So, yeah. 30th? Devin, you coming to that one? Probably, yeah. Dennis Dyack, then. Yeah, yeah, 30th, I believe. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, I think. We were talking before... Um, about our favorite Dennis Dyack games. Devin, do you have one in particular? or? <coughs> um, uh, uh, of course. You haven't played any of them, <laughs> have you? Um, I like that one. The, uh, <laughs> it's as, as we can hear him frantically typing on his key. Yep. <laughs> no, nothing, don't worry about it. Have you not played Internal Darkness or any of those games? Uh, no, that was for... Legacy of Kane might be like... Oh, Legacy of I played like the demo for Legacy of Cain. Yeah. It was like they're all games that like I just wasn't the appropriate age to be playing right. part when they came out. That makes sense cuz how old are you? Maybe. I'm like 22. Yeah, right. Cuz I played Legacy of Cain when I was a kid. Like I was younger than you when I played. I was probably, I don't know. I, I was probably like what? 13, 14 when that game came out or something. Yeah. And I'm 32 now, so you were like, yeah, you were you were like a 
just a boy <laughs> when that game came out. Little baby, yeah. I like Metal Gear Solid though. Twin Snakes. Apparently, he did some work for that. He I never the, played Twin Snakes though. He so. did the he did the Twin it. Snakes on GameCube. So you should you should go to this talk because he's he's awesome. So yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Um, it doesn't look like has he posted? Oh yeah, he did post it. So. I'm going to retweet it right now. But anyways, it's November 30th at 7 p.m. at the Pheasant Plucker, which is the same one, same where it's always been, in Hamilton, Dennis Dyack. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, Dan, do you have anything to hype up? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, what about yourself? Uh, nothing for me, I don't think. Um, oh, uh, Bonus Stage is an event happening in Toronto. That's, I think, going to be a monthly thing taking place on the second Tuesday uh, every month. And it's, I should have this up probably. Give me one second. Uh, uh, it is a series of, hmm, I don't know if I can actually have the information anywhere. Uh, but it's going to be a series of like five minutes talk, five minute talks. Um, and like just a bunch of speakers after one another talking about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, the location, I'm not too sure of right now. Uh, I think it's at a bar somewhere in Toronto. Um, but yeah, that's going to start happening apparently once a month. Uh, I think it's starting next month. So Cool. What's it called again? Uh, bonus Stage. Bonus Stage. Neat. Yeah. Uh, um, a, is there like a, yeah. a Twitter or someone that's like kind of... who run, Who's running that? Uh, so... I believe that is Megan Budgel, who put together uh, ePlay Mingle, which I also went to on Friday. Cool. Um, I believe she is putting that together uh, alongside the IGDC thing. IGDA, that one. Um, so I think it's a, a joint little thing from them. So that'll be kind of neat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've been Didn't actually between this. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And, and well, Rumbo did come out on Steam. That got released finally. Yeah, on on Friday. So if you've never played it, then play it. If you don't have a Wii U. If you don't have a Wii U. You can now play it on PC. I'm assuming the specs for that game are pretty low. The specs? Yeah. The oh right. Specs. Yeah. In terms of yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing you're missing is um, color master mode. Everything else is there. Nice. Is it the? Did they release it as like the whole edition, or is it like the base game and then you had to buy the DLC? I believe I believe base game plus DLC. I think because there are some DLC prices on last time I checked the, the Steam page. Yeah, it looks like base game, and then you can get DLC as well uh, and like yeah, a bundle. True. Um, right, right. Yeah, you can get the complete. So Rumbo itself sixteen ninety nine Canadian, or you can get the complete edition. Currently twenty percent off as of November twentieth uh, for thirty eight oh four. Check it out. I should pick that up at some point. There you go. Hmm. Uh, and you can always go to Bandcamp. Thirteen name games for the the soundtrack. I'm guessing. Is that the website? Uh, yeah, actually, they're selling it on Steam too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the Rumbo soundtrack, both both volumes, fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's what it says. Boom. Uh, cool. That's it for our time then. <laughs> Unless there's anything else, Devin. And uh, I don't think so. All right, cool. Then, You're the perfect hype man. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah, yeah>. <laughs> hype. <laughs> uh, let's go to news time. News, news, news. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Danny, you're a little fast on that one. I don't know. I, I was, but I didn't think he was going to jump in on it. I thought I thought I, I thought I was just going to get get it over well, with. Brett's kind of given up like last a couple times, so. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I didn't know uh, Devin was going to jump in on it. I would. I would have waited for him. I would have waited for him and <laughs> did a little. Okay. Uh, I'll do my own news, news, news. There you go. <laughs> Should I edit this out and we'll just redo? Nah, <laughs> no, it's fine. All right, number one, we going. Uh, there's four things, three things really, I guess. Number one, Shadow Heroes: Vengeance and Flames is out on Steam November 22nd. So probably by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, if you listen to episode 60, we had Justin on. Uh, the CEO of Ally Games, talk about the game. Uh, there's also an interview on the site, so lots of info on the game. Um, but it's on Steam. Let me check actually what the price is right now. 
Exciting. So they're doing so it's ten ninety nine. Oh, this is still the early access thing. I forget what the they're doing it episodically. So the first episode has like the base game, the multiplayer, uh, and then the first part of the story. And then they'll be releasing the episodes after that. Um, again, not to hype up like a past podcast, but listen to the last podcast if you want to hear <laughs> Justin talk about it more. Um, or you can check out the interview on the site directly at charmgamedust.com. So. Cool. How many uh, how many episodes is it going to be? I want to say five. All right. Um, yeah. Which I think is kind of the the normal amount usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, let That's me a- let me see if he ever said it in the thing. I don't recall him. I don't recall him mentioning. I think he left it open ended, didn't he? Yeah, it might actually be open ended. Don't say it. it's not five. Edit that out. Yeah. Uh, don't don't, <laughs> don't quote him on that. <laughs> don't quote me. <laughs> Uh, it just says like receive all future episodes as well. So they didn't actually. I think it. he guaranteed right. like twenty seven. <laughs> 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 and then there's about like another ten that's supposed to be DLC. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there you go. <laughs> They're going to release it until like twenty twenty one. So check it out. Shadow Shadow Heroes: Vengeance and Flames. It's on Steam. Probably by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure it's available. So cool. check it out. Looks pretty good. Um, yeah, it does look actually really fun. Um, number two, actually, we'll talk about Watch Dogs two later. Okay, but I did post a video. I did post like a let's play of it, um, which you can check out on youtubecom slash c slash Game Does, uh, and subscribe and all that stuff. <laughs> also, actually, before I go on, I'm going to thank the patrons, two of which are on this podcast. Oh, and nice! Percent. <laughs> unlike Brett. <laughs> we pay to be on the podcast yeah the per- per- <laughs> uh, Brian, Gene, Rory, Tabby, Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Woo! Chris, Anthony, Aaron thanks for all your support <laughs> I wonder if most of them just forgot that they donate <laughs> and it's just buried in their credit card statements it's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> so I've sent out emails, uh, like when I when I sent out an email saying that I wasn't going to do free games anymore, um, and then I sent out an email with uh, the last game that I got, and I can't remember what it was. the The one game that you liked, Dan. I'm blanking on it right now. Oh, Caveman Cliff. Yeah, Caveman Cliff. You went really quiet there all of a sudden. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, you did. How's that? There you go. Uh, yeah, Caveman Cliff. Uh, no one, no one's leaving. So, shove it. Uh, <laughs> Not sure who that was directed towards. <laughs> Just in general. Just in general, shove, shove it. it. To all the people who doubted me. Uh, <laughs> number two, party game. Use your words. Uh, it's coming early next year. Check this out. Uh, from at Julian Spielin on Twitter. Fun fact, did you know that the game Bento Flo- at Blunt, Bento Floss and I are working on, Use Your Words, is made entirely in Toronto? It's a quote, Use Your Words is a game that invites players to respond to a variety of minigames and prompts with the funniest answers they can think of. Players play using their phones and tablets as controllers, making gameplay seamless and quick to pick up. Players who get stumped can use one of hidden house answers to lay a trap for their fellow players once in time for everyone to vote for their favorite, etc., etc., etc. It's a party game for people... Um, to play with all their friends and stuff when they're drinking. Cool. I remember seeing this at Con Bravo and thinking it looked really good. Because, like, party games are great, and I'm also, like, a big word guy, so... There you go. This has everything you need, then. That looks Seems perfect. Dan you're, Dan, you're still quiet. Okay. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably actually way too loud, but there you that's go. all right. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because I had my preamp set hotter, so you probably turned down. So that everybody else gets to hear me super loud, but that's cool. I don't know. Devin seemed to kind of stay constant, though. No, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I'm perfect. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So user words. So there is a Steam page, which you can check out, but it's also apparently coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Wii U, and uh, early next year. Uh, I still, I kind of doubt the Wii U one, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. Cool. Might, Might as well port that to Nintendo Switch, I think, right? What's what's the what's the game where uh, you have to come up with answers and then the person has to decide which answer is the uh, like which, who who said which answer or whatever it is you write on a piece of paper? What? Uh, Balderdash. Balderdash, yeah, that's the one. So, so is this 
like have any relation to that? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I've never played Boulder Dash. So you just kind of like so you're just supposed to give answers, right? Yeah, yeah I think seems, so. So this is Boulder Dash like, without paper. A little bit. Like it seems like it's a bit of Boulder Dash meets like Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. Those ones, because um, those are very like get a bunch of answers from people and then like you have to guess which one or like you have to vote for which one you think is accurate or like which one's the funniest so this looks like balderdash if you're just absolutely trying to make everybody laugh write your own funny subtitles okay so subtitles is probably or i wonder if that's the whole thing if it's subtitles or if it's or if that's just a particular category i think there's it seems like there might be different categories and like just a bunch of different mini games that you can play from you write the punchlines. We set up the jokes. Interesting. Cool. Oh, that sounds like fun. So, so it, it's kind of related. It's part of the same family or whatever. Yeah, it's like a, a party game, parlor game kind of thing, I guess. Cool. I'm going to check that out. That looks pretty good. I so, wonder if multiple devices... Yeah, I guess multiple devices will work, right? Because it's, it's coming up for PlayStation 4, Xbox, Wii U, and Steam. But So I guess... But you can use your mobile devices to input the answers. Yeah, I think so. I think how it's it probably if it works anything like Jackbox, it's probably you have to use your mobile device, um, and then you just run it from your console or whatever. Because in one of their videos, they have like a, like a convention room full of people who seem to be playing it. And I think interesting. I wonder how that all interfaces. Obviously, I don't really know, but that's kind of cool. Like, I guess I wonder if you have to have an app that is uh tied with the game or whatever and is it available on android and ios i don't really know how that works that'd be interesting i think usually it's just like you go to a web page or something just a web page yeah so you just need like to have a browser on your phone and then right that would make the most sense wouldn't it i would make make it uh, more universal anyway yeah Yeah. uh though i'm not seeing if there's anything although it says supported for all html5 enabled devices so yeah it sounds like you just go to the browser on your phone that makes sense just set up a room kind so of thing. The, so there's four. So user words will ship with four unique mini games. So I'll just read them out. Sub the title. Watch a short clip from a foreign film and then complete and then complete <laughs> subtitle. Fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is an awesome show, will love yes. making the actors on screen say whatever they want in a variety of monster movies, martial arts movies, and some just plain weird films from the past. That is a great idea. That does sound really good. Blankomatic, fill in the blank to complete the sentence. You get to write your own answer in real time every time. Where we've hired some of the funniest writers around to set up the jokes perfectly so that even grandpa can crack a zinner or two. Uh, extra extra, write a hilarious caption or clickbait headline for a ridiculous photo and a take of the classic caption this game. And the last one is survey says go with your gut in the rapid fire game show style lightning round. Uh, sub the title sounds like the best one in that bunch, but yeah, I mean the other one, the the, the blank one, that kind of reminds you. You know, obviously you don't get pre-done answers, but you know, definitely kind of a tie to so the, the cards against humanity type of thing, where you can kind of put in whatever you want. Mm-hmm. If you had a blank card anyway, in cards against humanity or whatever it happened to be, that's kind of a cool, you know. So obviously it's it's drawing from a, a few different, you know, influences. I like that. That's cool, man. And then I'd imagine that they'll probably have. Like, if they're planning on supporting it afterwards, they'll have, like, different types of games that you could get. Or maybe, like, they'll do what Jackbox does and make multiple of them and mm-hmm. have, like, different versions or something. Expansion packs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it looks cool. All right. It's a winner. Boom. Yay. Um, number three and the last one. And sort of topic of the week. Uh, Toronto developed Severed and Modbox wins at the Canadian Video Game Awards. So was it last podcast or maybe the podcast before? Uh, We talked about the nominations. Maybe it was a few podcasts ago, actually. Uh, And the winners have been announced. Again, I only posted like the Toronto-focused winners. um, But Best Mobile Handheld Game was Severed from uh, Drinkbox Studios. Best Animation was Far Cry Primal, which they say is Ubisoft Montreal, but Ubisoft Toronto did help out in that. As, of, mm-hmm. as did probably a bunch of other Ubisoft family studios, but mm-hmm. always want to give props to Ubisoft Toronto. Uh, best educational game, Modbox from Alien Trap. And then the best musical score is Take My Hand by Yamantaka slash Sonic Titan and Panatayo <laughs> from Severed. Take My yes. Hand in Severed. 
That's a name. Yeah, I haven't heard of them. So, uh, and you can check out the full list of the winners uh, on the website, or I linked to it. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, which I think is what we sort of assumed would win Game of the Year, did win Game mm. of the Year. Um, nice. And this kind of brings up what we think of the Canadian Video Game Awards, because it was on the 15th, that whole ceremony. Um, on the 18th, I was like, oh, let me go to the website and uh and you know write about the winners and it was not on the it was not on the website the official like canadian cva awards.ca didn't actually post the winners until the 18th so probably after i friday uh, yeah friday which is probably after i um asked about it because it kind of spurred up some discussion on twitter with some other developers about how it wasn't there oh right right um and it kind of just like for me these awards just kind of came and gone like uh, came and went, I guess. Last year, you know, there was the little, uh, there was like a, a gaming uh, booth or what, I, what I'm trying to, like a gaming. It's a like game. a mini convention type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of Miso people were there. Uh, Xbox Canada was there. Uh, there was some esports stuff going on. It was kind of a bigger thing, but there weren't that many people. If you like go back to that podcast from a year ago, Brett says on the podcast on the Saturday about how there wasn't really that many people there. Um, and what convention was this? The last year, the Cana- the CBAs had their own like con- like sort of convention. Was that like event? Uh, yeah, their event or whatever. Yeah, because they. I think this year it was at the end of like Migs. Was that Migs last year too? No, well, because last year's was here in Toronto, whereas this year the the awards were in Montreal. Oh, okay. So was it part of Migs? Because I would have no idea because I never saw anything about it. I think so. Like the way it, it lined up with Migs ending, because everybody I was following on Twitter was like tweeting about Migs and stuff, and then for immediately who, after it was the CPAs. For those who don't know, do you want to just explain what Migs is? Migs is Montreal International Game Summit. Yeah. Uh, that happens in Montreal, and then it's an international game summit <laughs> <laughs> where developers get together and chat about games there and learn stuff internationally. Mm-hmm. But in Montreal. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm assuming they probably lined up the CVAs to coordinate with the end of MIGS, because right after that, I know a lot of the same people who were at MIGS were also tweeting about the CVAs and, like, being there. So I guess it was probably all in one location. True. I just think it's not as big as, like, it should be. Um I don't know. Like Dan, what? Do, like, mm-hmm. did you did this kind of come and went? Did you notice it? What's your What's your? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I yeah, t- there definitely doesn't seem to be much hype surrounding the event at all. Right. You know, just kind of, it does kind of just sort of come and go, and you you are, you know, I, I guess unless you're part of it, unless you're nominated or, or whatnot, but but really. You know, it's it's a fan base thing too for fans to support the games that they like and that they want to talk about and and go to these events too, if possible, if they're open to the public or whatever happens to be. You know, um, it, you know, especially this day and age, you know, very next day or, or right after the game, you have all the results, you have all the stats, you have the updates in the standings and whatnot, and and people are curious about the information and who won mm-hmm. and. And want to celebrate and congratulate those people. So it does, it is a little bit disappointing that you don't get to see it right away, or that you even have to wait three days. It kind of seems like it's an afterthought, as opposed to a priority, you know. So, yeah, I just I I just feel like it deserves to be bigger, you know. Like it's you're right. It's just it's just not hyped. Um, I don't really know what the solution is. Uh, more money and time being pumped into it maybe um how young how young is the cva this is the seventh annual i believe seventh yeah seventh annual cva is announced finalists so so this is the seventh and i mean let me just see if they even have like a do they have a wikipedia page um they don't there's not even like a wikipedia page it seems like uh i just i just get the sense that it's not like Unless you're nominated, you don't even like know or care about this thing. Yeah, I think I think what Dan was saying was a good point. Was that like it? 
a lot of the times these game awards aren't only for the developers and like people who have worked on the games or know people who have worked on the games. Mm-hmm. It it is usually catered a lot more towards like fans or like people who have played them. But it, I, I definitely got the sense that they're kind of just catering towards the people making games, which is fine. But like, if you really want to, you know, extend out to people who are going to get really hyped about it, like there needs to be more hype around it. Yeah. Like you need to, you need to be catering to the fans a little bit and like encourage those kind of people to also get invested in it as well. Yeah. F- fan involvement is totally key. No, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, fan involvement is totally key. People have Oscar parties because they're, they want to get together and celebrate mm-hmm. the things that they really like that year, the actors that they really dig and the movies they really like and, and are interested in guessing and predicting and playing a little game. So who's going to win this category or that category. Um, and, you know, yeah, the Canadian video game scene is a lot smaller than in the U.S. or something like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that it can't take steps towards growth. And you, always, I guess, you, that's the main thing. You always want to see those steps towards growth. Uh, you know, do you feel, Steve, like this year was uh, a couple steps backwards, or do you think that? No, know, for, that for sure, I think it was. Oh, for sure, it was a step backward. Yeah. Um, at least, like from what I like, I wasn't. Uh, Granted, it was in Montreal, so I don't know, like, like if they just didn't bother to reach out to me. But last year, they reached out to me to kind of hype it up and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And they had that event, you know. I mean, they had it wasn't just like, you know, Beto Miso was there at that convention, and and they showed off, and there was some lot of great games there. Uh, and you know, say what you will about what kind of crowd indie games can attract, but they had like Xbox Canada and, and Nintendo and esports and stuff there too. So it was like. It was a big thing. I think it was kind of pricey too, if I remember correctly. But this year, you know, I I, for, I, I forgot that Migs is kind of around the same time. But I wonder if there was anything like that. Um, I'm just looking at some of the like the award winners that are across country. Like uh, Cloudhead Games is in, and they won uh, for best game innovation. Uh, and they're in Vancouver, and I'm, I'm I was interested to see if they even went to the show to like fly across country, and it does look like they actually did. Well, that, EA, that's EA Canada, which is in Vancouver, won best audio for NHL 17. I mean, I'm interested if anyone from EA Canada like flew over. Right, right. That that's actually a good point. Like in terms of being able to to see and how much knowledge you actually have of the event, not being able to go into Montreal and experience it for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, did, did they have it live streaming anywhere? I think they did have it on Twitch on Twitch TV. They did. Um, they had a stream, but I don't know if you can like watch. Let me actually see if you can like watch it. Um, After, yeah, because I mean, the live, like hyping the live stream would be good. Hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, they had some people watching it, had some people into what was happening there. I, I would have loved to watch it if I knew it was happening. That's the thing. I just feel like no one knew it was happening. <laughs> yeah, Unless you're invited, right? Uh, it looks like they did actually. It looks like they had Bell and IBM. 331 views, apparently. It was on Twitch. Um, I don't know. It just, to me, maybe... Yeah, I mean, across Canada, it's like 300 views, sub yeah. 350. That's like pretty pretty small for, for an event that that's hyping up the best in Canadian video games across the entire country. Granted, I think that's views after of the, of the like archive. So I don't actually know if that's a, how many live views there were. Yeah. I don't know if you can like look to see that. I don't um, think so. No. I, think, I it's, I just want to say it's interesting that in terms of even like sponsorship, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of game oriented sponsors, you know, like it, it seems like the kind of thing that, You'd want more backing from like, uh, whether it be like game publishing companies like Microsoft or what have you, like actually backing stuff like this. Uh, but it's like sponsors are Bell and IBM, and that just seems kind of I don't know. I look at that and it just seems kind of uh, upsetting a little bit. Yeah, it seems I mean, like even they're not invested. <laughs> <laughs> seems like, and if you just go to the website, they've actually. Uh, it's funny because if you check my like Twitter. Uh, handle um, at Toronto Game Does on Twitter. And mm-hmm. my notifications with the developer um, who's at handle, I'm blanking on right now. Uh, at Keaton, K E A D I N, and then also Henry Faber from uh, Bento Miso. 
Or actually, they're not called bento miso anymore, are they? I keep saying that. What are they called? Gamma Space. Yeah, gamma Space, yeah. Uh, they, they were kind of just, um, you know, ripping into them, I'll say. Uh, and this was on November 18th, which then looks like they've kind of updated the website since then. But I remember, like, checking this website, and there's four news posts, and two of them were from, you know, ten months ago. Uh, right. <laughs> about Neve Studios talking about Pamela and the Crusader of the Lost Idol were like the were like recent updates to the site. But you're right, like the sponsors, like I don't know if you could really have like Ubisoft and, and companies that have games, yeah, yeah, know, made as sponsors. But yeah, I, you'd think like one of Nintendo, Microsoft, or Sony would sponsor this thing. Mm-hmm. Xbox, has a, Xbox has a really great Canadian presence. Actually, any event I feel like I go to. Xbox is there and and the biggest one. I'm surprised they're not. I'm surprised, like, you know, I'm sure they were approached, but I'm surprised they're not hosting or um, sponsoring this. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is like, you, it's just it's sort of lacking in the kind of sponsors and names you sort of expect to see from the, these kind of events. Yeah, which is sort of a shame. But yeah, like you don't also want to have like people who have a have a some kind of stake in it sponsoring it either. Yeah, but yeah. under I, partners, it just says like the Canadian Media Fund, Ion Canada. Seems like a very like a government mandated thing. Alliance Numérique. So there's a couple of French ones, and then there's Ion Canada and the Canada Media Fund. In terms of partners, I'm assuming partners means that they had some sort of financial contribution. Yeah. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I just, I wish, I just kind of wish it was bigger, you know. I just wish it was more. Well, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you come from a background where where you try and you know update your site every single day or at least a couple times a week, mm. and 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 create your create content every single week, and 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 I, I agree with you. I think that it would be nice to see that kind of uh, pumping up of the Canadian video game scene, um, basically like Toronto game devs, but. But with with also a focus on what's happening in Calgary and Vancouver and St. John's and, and stuff like that and really pumping up all that stuff instead of just a couple of updates here and there. And then and then a, what's, I guess, meant to be a pretty big event, mm-hmm. you know, with all those updates and a great place, a great source of information for Canada worldwide. I mean, yeah, worldwide across Canada, whatever, then, you know that would also create more hype for, for the awards once they do come. Right. I think it is like just a more consistent consistency. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, food for thought. Hopefully next year, hopefully they, you know, maybe something happened this year and, and they can take some step forwards and next year will be better. Who knows? Yeah. And it, it could even be something where like something in management just kind of fell apart this year. Like yeah. things weren't as together as. You yeah. We have no idea. Right. Eat. Yeah. So, but it'd be interesting to see what happens next year. Yeah, I don't know enough about the inner workings of it all to make any sort of concrete statements about it, to be honest. But nor do I, and so I don't want to like, you know, completely shit on them. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, they, you know, it's it's something that I feel is important that I just, you know, don't see it gain the true justice that it kind of deserves. Long story short, hire Steve. Yeah, hire me. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Reach me at steveatronogindos.com. I'll fix it up for you. <laughs> uh, that's it for news time. This is where you go news, news, news. Okay. Drop the ball, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we did it afterwards. Uh, <gasps> new, new, news, news, thought, news, news. Yeah, I thought you listen to the podcast every week. Come on. I do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why would I not? <laughs> we got so, so. Oh yeah. So now, you want to give us your thoughts on? Think at us. W W D two. W two, as the kids call it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've been playing Watch Dogs two. Ubisoft was kind enough to give me a review code, which means I guess I had to review it, uh, even though I have a monkey to do that for me. Uh, <laughs> actually, wait, no, sorry. Before we do that, Devin, you, yeah, did, you yo. did a review recently. I did do a review recently. Uh, actually, you did. Let's let's talk about it. Okay, because when was the last time you on? Uh, let's do the last oh, three reviews. So N++. 
give a summary of your N plus plus review. N plus plus is one of the best platformers I've ever played. Wow, really? That's that's probably that's pretty much it. Actually, it's like it feels good, and there's a lot of like little touches that make it like look really nice, and like it sort of makes the act of playing the game like its own little experience in a way like you can change like color themes and like the background music is like you can you unlock these things as you go on and i don't know it's it's really good and like it's just pure like platforming which is kind of nice because especially in a lot of games where like platforming now is like there's like platforming and combat and like you're doing all this other stuff but n plus plus is good because it it just gets to the bare bones of like what platforming should be and like focuses on that um, so it's it's a good game. It I seems like it. a pretty tight experience in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tight, a tight's, tight's a good word for it, actually. Yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been getting back into it <clears throat> just for the hell of it, streaming a little bit too. Um, and it's yeah, it's damn good. The level design is really fun. Just it's just easy to like kind of keep going. It's got that syndrome too, where you're like one, you know, just one more level syndrome. Yeah. Uh, oh god. And then, yeah. And then it's like an hour later, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um so uh okay yeah capsule infinite uh capsule infinite is an interesting little game um it is on mobile and steam uh it's it's a lot like uh i can't remember the old like atari game that it plays a lot like the, i think it's like the jet or the um, the rocket fuel one or whatever Yeah, it's like Lunar Lander or something. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a lot like that. Uh, and it's got like these mechanics where depending on which side of the screen you're in, it'll like change gravity and stuff. Um, so it's it's interesting. Um, I wasn't super blown away because there's a lot of like, I think it touts that some of the levels are randomly generated, um, which are like procedurally generated, which is sort of weird because there were definitely cases where I would get levels that didn't feel like they were like put together by a per- person sort of. Oh yeah. Um, because there's some where it was like, I would only be playing on like the, the right third of the screen as, and the other part of the screen space. Like I didn't even have to go to, to get to where I needed to go. Um, so it was a, a little weird in some of the design aspects, but like the core of what it is was like pretty enjoyable. Um, the sound is really good because it's got nothing but white noise that plays when like you, you press the button to like make the thrusters go and that gets louder depending on how fast you're going. Um, so it uses like minimalism in a really cool way. Uh, but on steam, it was just a little bit too pricey for me on mobile devices. I could see it being something that's really good to pick up and play for a while. So not free on uh, mobile. Uh, it it is free, free on mobile. I yeah, believe. there's a free version with ads, and then you can pay like two bucks or something like that for the. I kind of liked having the ads, because <laughs> because like 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 David just said, it's like it's so minimalist, and all you have is white noise. That when you get and it's just black and white. That when that ad comes in with all the sound and color, it's like it's like a palate cleanser almost. You're just like whoa. You That's know? interesting. Yeah, actually, that would that would be actually really like relieving almost yeah it's, um, it's very tense i think mobile is the like platform to play this game on yeah yeah um mm-hmm. playing on uh, like yeah playing on pc is just it's in, i haven't done it it just seems weird to me just knowing i'm, I'm about like three I'm, i still play, pick it up every now and then um but playing it every you know i'm at level like 300 ish and uh dang yeah, lost my train of thought a little bit, but it's fun. It's it's a good pick up and play. Like I can't see myself playing on Steam for like more than ten minutes. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever played this game for longer than five ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean about the uh, the level design too, in terms of like the fact that it's randomly generated or procedurally generated, and then you're kind of like, oh, my ending platform is literally right beside me. That's, <laughs> yeah, that that makes this level pretty easy. Press um, for like two seconds, and you're just kind of done. Yeah, but but at the same time, I was you know for what it is, I was just kind of like it, it, you know, once I took that into consideration, I was like that it didn't really bother me. It was like yeah, I'll I'll bang out like ten or twelve levels really quick, but then you're gonna get that one hard one, <laughs> and so it has sort of this undulating difficulty pattern. It wasn't like an accelerating one, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I was kind of like oh okay, 
there's definitely been times where I'm like, this level is impossible. Like, how the hell am I supposed to do this? And then maybe like, yeah, I've got to have a couple of those. Yeah. You always find a way. And then the next level is just like, just fly over to the next section, which is whatever. It's not, it's not a big deal. Um, oh, yep. Go ahead. No, moving on. Okay. Cube Samurai run. Uh, sort of in the same vein as Capsule Infinite, where it's a mobile game that I played on the computer. So, Again, there's that whole factor of, like, you wouldn't play this for a very long time. Um, and it seemed a little bit, again, sort of high in price for something of this variety. Uh, but as far as running, runners go, uh, it's it's pretty solid. Uh, you can unlock abilities and stuff. Uh, you have, like, attacks that you can use to, like, break through things in your path. Um, and then it breaks up the flow of, like, avoiding spikes and, like, getting coins and stuff every so often by, like, throwing a boss fight at you. Where you have to like, um, I think one you have to like jump over like cargo crates and stuff that are thrown down at you, and like another one hmm. they shoot at you, and you have to knock back rockets or something. But it's interesting because it it sort of takes the standard structure of like what you're familiar with through playing for like the last two or three minutes, and then throws you something new to kind of change it up once in a while. And then there's a lot of like cool. Uh, cosmetic unlockables so you can get like my uh my samurai had a toilet paper tube as <laughs> his weapon uh and wore luchador attire so nice. that kind of stuff i found pretty enjoyable uh there, there's definitely some fun to be had in it uh but it's just a little bit again it's a mobile game that doesn't port super well to pc but on mobile i could see this being a very good runner that would help you kill some time Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this looks like a good casual game for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna, if you're on the bus or whatever it happens to be, and you want to beat out your high score or whatever that happens to be, uh, yeah, for sure. But but yeah, sitting at a PC would probably be a different experience. You kind of there's sort of a bare minimum that you kind of need, you know, when you're yeah. sitting at the PC, like, or or on a console or or whatever, just in terms of like the length of the experience and the overall sort of fleshed out nature of it to capture your attention for more than five minutes or whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I need to play something and review it. That isn't another mm-hmm. mobile game that I'm playing on PC. Cause my, all my mobile devices don't have any space on them to actually play mobile games on. Uh, so I feel kind of bad for reviewing some of these and then <laughs> kind of giving them a, a little bit low of a score because I played them on PC. Uh, but yeah, like when it comes to actually playing them on a mobile device, a lot of these I could see being very solid games, mm-hmm. like something that I definitely would pick up if I actually had the capacity to do so. <laughs> what kind of phone do you have? Uh, I've got an iPhone 4S. Oh, bro. oh yeah. It's a little bit old. <laughs> Aren't yeah. you develop- you're developing a mobile game, though. Yes. Uh, but Which that- will run on iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which will run on iPhone 4, yeah. No, yeah, we are. Um, but even then, it's like... <laughs> I don't. I never build my iPhone because I don't have the space to do it. I'm using. <laughs> I have to steal my sister's phone from time to time to actually build two things because I just. I don't have any. It's terrible. I need a new phone. Basically, yeah. That's the takeaway from all this. That's fair. Uh, if you can get TronoGamers.com to become the biggest website ever, I will buy you a new phone to review games. Oh, perfect. That sounds easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of the review dungeon once in a while and. I'll try my best. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) What are you working on next? Uh, I don't actually know. Cool. I'm open to taking suggestions if anybody has any. Uh, uh, Yeah, just work on whatever. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Watch Dogs 2. Oh, no. What's up? No, I was just just thinking. Got Rumbo open. Maybe I'll play a little bit. Um, Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Do Rumbo actually? You'll review that. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> All right, um, cool. That's settled. Watch Dogs too. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, I'm watching Cube Samurai. Oh yeah, videos. I just paid attention. Yeah, no WD two. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a good. Time. So, Ubisoft gave me code. Uh, so a review will happen at some point, probably like in December, to be honest, because it's a long freaking game. Um, but it's very, it's you know, if, I liked the first one 
I don't know what you guys thought of it, but the story was dumb. The main character was stupid, but the <laughs> gameplay and driving around and, and shooting and hacking, that was all fun. Uh, <clears throat> so for this game, for me, when I, you know, hyping up to it, I was just like, as long as they do, you know, a good story with a good character, uh, then I'm down and, you know, evolve the gameplay and stuff a little bit or whatever, but that's all I really need. And so the story is, uh, you know, the, now it's in San Francisco, uh, same sort of like corporate, you know, the company like runs the whole city kind of like big brother. Uh, and you kind of just somehow able to hack every single thing. Um, and you're like part of a group of dead, uh, uh, a group called dead sack. Who's, you know, wants to bring it down. I'm not super far into it to get anywhere. I don't know anything about the main character yet or anything like that, but the characters are kind of just like annoying me because they're very like, uh, stereotypical, like nerds and stuff like that. There's one guy who's just like, you know, quiet and geeky and stuff like that. And just fits, you know, what you think of a nerd. And there's one guy who just wears a digital, like mouse, like mask thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> are so cool. <laughs> so, these, so the characters are just whatever. The story is whatever, but you know the gameplay is still there. That the, it's still fun. It's uh, you know driving around, hacking stuff. They don't typical Ubisoft stuff where you have to kind of like you know in Assassin's Creed you have to climb up a tower and unlock like everything. They don't do that in this one, which is pretty sweet. So everything's kind of just popping up on the map. Uh, it's funny because they kind of like they're they're referencing the real world quite a bit. So there's sort of like the equivalent of like a. Uh, of a, a Uber um, app that you can do for side missions. And there was one side mission where, you know, this uh, pharmaceutical billionaire took like a hip hop music or hip hop artist record. And you like hacked his computer and like, and like got him in trouble and stuff like that. Just like the, the one guy who had the Wu-Tang album. Um, so it's referencing like real world stuff quite a bit, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's still too early to say I'm like maybe four or five hours into it. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty, like, complicated game, though, in terms of, like, stealth and, like, doing everything. Uh, I feel like the, the enemies, like, see you pretty freaking easily. I break stealth all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it, yeah, it's, it's like, the stealth is just, like, hard, it seems like. I'm, or I'm just not good at it. I'm not figuring it out. I'm not using my gadgets enough. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the game's fun. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say if I like it more than the first one yet, but we'll see. Um, I love, I love stealth games. Like I love not, I mean, even uncharted, I, I, if I can avoid fighting mm. and just take everybody out and just like hang out in the grass and whatnot, then, then I'll definitely err on that side of doing that. Yeah. Um, so this sounds like something that I would be interested in. Yeah. I but, mean, it, uh, you can definitely just go in and hard, shoot. Are you playing it on hard or? Uh, I don't know actually. I, I didn't pick a difficulty yet, so I'm just playing on whatever the default is. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't. Uh, I haven't like. Yeah. Anytime I, I like once you go stealth, like once you break stealth, you can just kind of sh- shoot and get your way out or whatever. Um, which doesn't fit the character that well because you're just supposed to be like some some guy who wants to bring down the system, not like kill security guards at some other random company. But it uh, looks like he just has like a stun gun. Does he have like bullets? Yeah, you can get you can get like other guns and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Are you watching my let's play or? Yeah, yeah, that, that's like the very first mission. You just have like a stun gun, mm-hmm. um, but you can like you can get like I have a pistol now too, so you can get other guns. It's like a GTA, right? You can like right. kill people and stuff uh, freely. So um, it's fun. I like it. Um, I don't know when the review will be done. I don't know when I'll get a chance to do more. I'll I'll be posting more videos and stuff for sure. Uh, trying to grow that. Um, one thing I'm noticing is that, like, just in terms of website stuff, Twitter is, like, my most active stuff. That's where I have the most followers, most interaction. Then mm-hmm. there's the website, which kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, but all that stuff doesn't necessarily translate to YouTube. So it's, like, a whole separate entity there that I'm just trying to grow. So subscribe on YouTube, but follow on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes to the podcast as well. Cool. www.turnagame.com there you go. Thank you. Uh, tell all your friends. Devin, you tell all your friends, right? All right. Yeah. We'll do. Let me out of the, the review dungeon and I will. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> he can't get any reception in the review dungeon with his iPhone 4. Yeah. Trying to send out tweets and, and not getting out. You, t- you tweet enough. Don't even give me that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's. I mean, I haven't really. I don't think I played anything else this week other than that. Maybe a little bit M plus plus, but. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you think of the game once you've gotten got most of the way through it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because like a lot of the stuff I've been seeing from it has, I don't know, like. I'm very conflicted on how I feel about it because all the stuff I've seen is like you've got like you're saying like these sort of just like we want to mess up the system dudes and then they're going around like executing security guards and like yeah exactly it's it's got like that it, there's like a weird dissonance between the actual narrative and then the stuff that you're doing in the game so I, I want to know how that plays out and like what it kind of builds up to so I'll be listening for that it's definitely a weird sort of thing where you're just like trying to yeah exactly you're just you don't get the sense that this dude's like a murderer the first time you play as him he's just trying to bring down the system but then the very next mission you can just go in and shoot every single person you want yeah, um, yeah. so so quick question the music that I'm hearing on your on your stream mm-hmm. uh, is that in the game uh, yeah probably really yeah I'm there sure. is like a, there is like a music app or whatever on your phone. Oh, okay. So you can kind of put on whatever you want while you're. Yeah. Well, no. Sorry, not like my own music. No, I mean like in the game, like you can put on a track that you want while you're playing a mission. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Interesting. That's a pretty cool thing. Um. So yeah, it's fun. I'm looking forward to playing more. But you know, it's. The, the, I really wanted just like a really tight, good story, and it just hasn't. Uh, it just like it's not. It doesn't seem to be there yet. But we'll 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 see. I mean, I've, I haven't played that many main missions. I've been doing a lot of side stuff because a lot of the side stuff is really fun. Actually, there's like a uh, sort of so there's the Uber one which I've been doing. There's the there's like a it's called Scout and it's like sort of Pokemon Go where you go to like or or, or one of those apps where you kind of go to places and you take a selfie of it and you get points or whatever. So it's like a travel like it it encourages you to like walk around the map and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, the phone is actually like a huge part of that game. The one thing, actually my biggest gripe with the game, the one thing that's really bugging me is I can't find anywhere in it that gives me an overall percentage or stats of what I'm doing. With these like giant games, like I want to know like what percentage completion I am and I can't oh, find yeah. it anywhere. So I could be playing this game for 200 hours. I have no idea. Or, you know, the three missions I've done could be like, you know, 15% of the missions. I have no idea. So that's like yeah. that's just like a minor thing that's really griping me. The stats in Uncharted are great, eh? Yeah, they're so, awesome. So deep. I always love just like stats and nerd stuff like that. Like I love just like looking into how like as I naturally progress through the thing, like what I kind of focused on most, you know? Mm-hmm. GTA is like famous for that. Like they have so many things it shows you how many people that you've killed, what gun you like, all that stuff. So Beauty. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for more, essentially. So it's a 10 out of 10. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you got, you got to give the, the, like the full storyline, the main storyline, a good, a good chance before you really draw any conclusions, I guess. Eh? Yeah, and as of right now, too, I guess there's this like seamless online world that's supposed to happen. So I, from the sounds of it, I'll be running around and, and you know someone playing on their own machine will kind of pop into my own game. From the sounds of it, I actually don't know. But it's turned off right now because they, they know it would just break. Mm. Um, so, so we'll have to wait for that to turn on because I think IGN's not doing their review until that's turned on and they get to test it out and uh, right. yeah I gotta beat the, you gotta beat the story at least mm-hmm. um, to kind of get to see how it all kind of comes together because you know still has a chance I don't know anything about the main character so I mean if his backstory is cool and I you know sync up with that then you know I the, the main story might be dumb but, but the main character is fun to play with so cool um, yeah. Dan, what have you been playing? Oh, this. So this week, well, I, I ended up beating um, Inside. So I went back and played Limbo, mm-hmm. and then I played. Uh, what else did I play? Um, Firewatch. I beat Firewatch. Nice. So, what did you think of Firewatch? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, like, there's a lot of the relationship between you and Delilah or whatever the person on the other end of the, of the radio while you're in your fire watch tower and you really get to learn the whole forest. You really get to, um, 
learn and understand the terrain and, and following the map is very intuitive and whatnot. I, I read some reviews and saw some people who were like, oh, the map thing was really confusing and I kept getting lost and, and it was like super easy and well designed. So I think it was just people who've like never had to follow a map before mm. <laughs> or ever be, you know, somewhere where they're unfamiliar because it was like very intuitive. And the problem solving was great. And you know me, like I'm really into the story. So I really love how the story evolved and how I, I, I you know, it wasn't necessarily choose your own adventure. There's not multiple endings and stuff in that game. But what you do get is a different relationship with the person on the other end of the radio, depending on how you answer. Right. And I really like that. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just fun. The mystery was great. Like the first couple of days I was like, okay, yeah, you know, you're getting the mechanics together and whatnot. But then by the time you're, you've passed that first sort of quarter, that first 25% of the game, like I was just, it carried me right to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I got to finish this now. And uh, same thing with Inside and Limbo. They're very short games. You know, you can get them done in three hours. And, uh, because of my work schedule so crazy right now, I like those you feel you feel accomplished you feel like you've gotten to the end of something and and now you can move on or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, i like just conquering those types of short games so i'm i'm staying on that path i mean i've i played a lot more of uncharted 4 this week um most of it last night to be honest <laughs> um i ended up getting to sort of halfway through the madagascar section nice how far away am I from the ending? Like, I haven't gotten to that Madagascar car chase yet. But I'm in the city. You're, oh. you're still probably quite a few. Like, yeah. I don't even know yeah. if you're at the halfway mark, to be honest. Okay, great. You're probably just under halfway, I think. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and then uh, what else is there? Uh, oh, I'm playing uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh man, you're just you're hitting all these like really good narrative games. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Brothers of Tale of Two Sons is so far it's great. I really love the control scheme. It was it was like murder for the first ten minutes just to try and <laughs> understand that the right joystick was not supposed to move the camera. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's have you played that one, Steve? I haven't played. I know of it. Um, and yeah, one con- it's it's basically two brothers and the and the left and right joystick control the two brothers, right? Yeah, and it's uh, the, I, I don't I le- I love how the left and right joystick control the two brothers. That's pretty cool. I don't love how the action button is R two and L two. I wish it was R one and L one mm. because uh, it just it's more uh, ergonomic for your hands on the controllers. Yeah, can, uh, you, can you not map it? Yeah, I don't believe you can map it. No, games need to like do that more. Well, because it also would have been cool to be able to play it two players, you know, and have like you. I mean, you could play on the same controller just give katie the other half of the controller we could do it but um it would have been cool to be able to play that one two players um but it but it's really really interesting to play it as a single player with you just have to sort of reprogram your brain a little bit you know and the camera in that game works so great uh r1 and l1 are are camera options to, to move the camera left and right but you don't really need them because they've designed the 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 sort of following of the camera of your two players like extremely well better than i've ever seen in a game you don't even really need to move the camera angles um and yeah no i i really dig that one the, the problems the puzzle solving is pretty simple but uh but it's again it's kind of like inside it's like inside but different hmm. because you're playing in the you know a completely different era but the puzzle solving is kind of similar and uh, the, the the difficulty level is kind of similar. It's not too hard. You can just kind of like push your way through the different puzzles and whatnot. Um, you know, the two brothers, they both have different skills. It's kind of like the Lego thing in a way where you have to kind of switch between characters because that character can do this thing and then this one has to follow by doing something else or whatever. It's a pretty typical puzzle-solving trope or whatever. But the way it's done in the controls on that game is pretty sick. Nice. So in terms of inside and limbo, which one did you like more? Inside. Inside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah certainly. I, I, and I've recommended it to people since then, but I always say, you know, play inside first. And then if you really, really liked it, then go ahead and play limbo because it'll be more of a similar sort of uh, uh, puzzle solving. But but inside has like just a little bit more of that narrative hook. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you play it inside? I've seen playthroughs of Inside, but I played Limbo uh, 
I think on release. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Limbo doesn't have that doesn't have as cohesive as a narrative as Inside does. Like Inside's narrative isn't all together for you, but like there there's enough for you to like kind of infer as to what's going on. Yeah, it's it's the whole idea of a sort of a headcanon, you know. Yeah, where, where yeah. That, that you know, a lot of that story is left up to the fans to kind of decipher and then and then you can have a whole online community that surrounds that headcanon. But you know, what what do other people think happens? Some people think that you know, the boy from inside is... Oh, uh, spoil. Uh, well, it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like, cause, cause, I mean, within, like, the first few puzzles, you find out that he can kind of, like, control, like, these zombie things with his mind or whatever. And then uh, some people think that maybe you're controlling him or whatever. You know what I mean? That he's actually a zombie, you know? But you don't find out one way or the other, but it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Uh, and the last third of that game, you got to play it, man, because the last like twenty five percent of that game is totally just mental. Really? Yeah, you're just like, what, yeah, what just happened? <laughs> All right. Well, there's, there's. I'm assuming there's going to be some Black Friday deals like on the store and stuff. So, All right. Um, yeah, is that next weekend? That's this like Thursday is uh is um then Thanksgiving. So I think it's the it's the Friday after that. So it's this week. Okay. Uh, cool. Any Dan? Any others or? Um, I did. I am gonna try. I did download. Um, Everybody's gone to the rapture. Yeah. And I downloaded um, something else too. I'm interested. Like, to oh, oxen free. Right. I'm interested to see what you think of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture because that game I could not get through. It's just too boring. Yeah. Was Was that the one that you like? you tweeted about <laughs> yeah said, <laughs> all right everybody's gone to the boring i think i said <laughs> it was very crass it's just it was like when, man no it was when they announced so it as the playstation plus game and i think i said oh, yeah. something like everybody's gone to the boring <laughs> rapture <laughs> no wonder this town's empty it's boring as sin here why would anybody want to be here so i think i just need a little bit more to do in you know, in my narrative games, Walking Dead, I really like, and there's more to do in that than there is in Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. So I'm interested since you, you like might, Fire yeah. Watch, and I didn't like uh, the other one I played was um, Gone Home. Gone Home, right, right. Didn't really yeah. get into Gone Home either. So uh, from from what I have gleaned thus far, I think that Fire Watch has more more to do, like more action. Yeah, you know, well, there's more people in it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, maybe it's just, just yeah, nice. Uh, so let me know. When you play, actually, yeah, get back to us when you play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Um, so then I can... More s- real people. Yeah. Well, just compare it to, That's, like, what you uh, thought well, of Firewatch. When did I swear? I swore, like, two minutes ago. Well, yeah. The one thing that I could see getting being bad is not having a run button, because I use the run button a lot in Firewatch to get around pretty quickly. You move yeah. hellishly slow and... And yeah that's why around. that's why i don't think uh, that's why i think i might side with you on everybody's gone to the rapture if you could run in it then i think it would be a little bit better because then you, like i think there is a run and they didn't uh put it in the instructions or whatever like oh that. really so when it came out they're like no 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 like you can run I oh i heard to, there was no run okay cool but well, i think like it's like a gradual like you have to build up to it sort of thing like oh you just kind of move faster as you're holding down the button i guess i don't really know i don't remember i remember it be still being too slow for me though so yeah, your character's a smoker eh? can't just like can't run just forever. give her yeah, exactly <laughs> he has to work his way up to it i think i remember hearing the run was not very good in that like it doesn't do a whole lot yeah it's not a big thing so yeah um it's just boring uh <laughs> <laughs> uh devin what have you been playing uh uh like Anything? nothing really i well i bought um i bought hitman the new hitman uh actually at like i bought it like three or four hours ago i was playing it a little bit before we started uh but that's pretty solid oh so yeah they far. do it episodically don't they yeah uh i bought all of them because i knew because apparently um what it does is if you buy them episode by episode, you don't get like any of the additional content 
that you get if you buy it as like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I've sort of been waiting for it to go on sale, and this weekend it's like half price or something. So figured I'd just buy it. Um, but like I, I haven't. I played Absolution, and then all the Hitmen before that. I could not really get myself into. Uh, so I'm giving this one a go, and I think it's going to be a lot better because they seem to have like. Um, sort of modernized it in a better way. Like, they made it more accessible to actually play for, like, new players or people who couldn't really get a handle on the old ones. Right. There's a lot of new touches to it that that make it a lot more... a lot more sensical, I guess I could say. Sure. Cool. Uh, yep. We should wrap up there. If you mm-hmm. want to follow Devin on Twitter, you can do so where? At Devin Weersma, W-I-E-R-S-M-A, underscore... You'll figure it out. Uh, and you can follow Composing Dan at Composing Dan on Twitter. Uh, tweet of the week. Did I tweet it all this week? Uh, you retweet a lot of people. That counts. He's calling it early, folks. Couldn't agree more. Hashtag 2016 sucks. Yeah, that was a good one, actually. <laughs> I'm proud of that one. Did you watch that clip? No, I don't know what this is. No, it's, it's, a, it's a clip from John Oliver's show. And it's like, oh man, just describes my year. <laughs> I'll watch it later. Um, you can follow me at Toronto Games on Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast. Post on Reddit. Uh, subscribe on YouTube slash C slash Toronto Games. Go to the site torontogames.com. Support on Patreon. So many things. You can also buy a t shirt. <laughs> Devin. And a mug and many, a cell phone. Devin, how many thousands case. of t shirts have you bought? Uh well if you let me out of the basement once in a while maybe I'll buy one nope never he's he's in the basement <laughs> with all your back stock of Toronto <laughs> yeah. I'm the one packaging hands <laughs> are callous he's drowning in Toronto game devs t-shirts right now <laughs> I don't want to see another one ever <laughs> <laughs> all right um thanks for listening everyone we'll see you next week cool peace bye.